Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Was Isaac Newton German? Mac told me that before. No, we told you about Albert Einstein. Oh, well, are they not the same person? <laughs> yeah. Why was that comedic? Because uh, they make jokes throughout the movie. <laughs> Cheese and whiskers, Mac. The ponytail on my dad's 50-year-old balding head is a dust. All right, that's fair. <laughs> what? Yeah, welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. I'm Andrew. And it's great to have you back with us for another week where we can bring you the feeling of a post-match froth in your headphones. I hope you're ready to dive right into some puns, some sums, and absolutely nothing about nuns. Excellent. Yeah, but before we get to all that, we obviously have some housekeeping as well. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. I've just let that go. <laughs> I was trying to make it a smooth we'll segment. I'm just skipping right over that. <laughs> Every week I try to make that more creative so you'll I'll quit it. stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, housekeeping. We've got a voice message here sent in from Ryan in the UK. Nice one, lads. All right. Uh, big listener of the podcast from the UK. And I feel you guys need to have a section for the Ashes, so England v Australia. And I think you need to have like a question proposed to you. So uh, if someone walks into you, should you say sorry? Because I feel like as Brits, you know, if someone walks into me, I'm like, oh, sorry. Even though it's not my fault, it's their fault. But I feel like I should say sorry. So I don't know. Is that a must or dust? Who knows? <laughs> we actually do have a muscle dust segment coming up. Oh, well yeah. done, Ryan. He must have known, obviously. Yeah, he yeah. must have known. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm a serial. I don't think that's only an English thing because I'm a serial apologist. Yeah, yeah, I'm guilty right of that term. as well. And not just in that situation. Like if I don't know if you're out for dinner or something and you sort of mildly inconvenience your waiter, I'll apologize about 19 times mm. before I get, get actually, whatever. I, I go for. one step further right, with this exact one he's talking about. I go the like the pre-apology. Like bracing for impact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Can I just get through there? Yep. Uh, there's my toilet. Didn't even hit him. <laughs> surely, for no surely, if someone else walks into you and it's not your fault at all, you shouldn't say sorry, though. You no, but what are you going to do? Just stare at him, wait. Yeah. Just ignore just it, mate. Just wait for him to say sorry. 
with who a, doesn't know? With the dinner thing too, Skin, like I'll like if someone's being like really like picky at dinner, like if you're ordering something, yeah, I like I'll get this, but can you not have this or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I'll me. audibly apologize to the waiter on their behalf nice. to make them feel really awkward. Yeah. I'm so sorry about her, mate. She does it all the time. Like it's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you do mean with people that you're actually with? Yeah, sometimes not like random yeah. civilians. I also nah, then go the, the other way at the dinner, and once once they bring me out whatever stupid thing I've ordered, I also say thank you about seven hundred times as well. So yeah, that's yeah. no, fine. You're Actually, not, you're a nice man, mate. Oh, yeah. God. I'm just trying to be polite. On yeah. that one, Goaty, too. The other day, I was standing behind a couple coming into the cafe, like for breakfast. I know you don't even like breakfast, and you shouldn't eat breakfast out, but that's where I was. I was next in line. And honestly, like, you know, I know you get up me about not being able to do things quickly. Mm. The question was, would you like to sit inside or outside? Oh, fuck. Changed her mind nine times. No, it sounds like my wife, oh, honestly. Pretty, actually, there is a bit of sun out there. Is there anywhere in the shade we could sit? <laughs> man, what's the temperature like inside? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> quick, oh, quick segue that. Like, so when, like, Kathleen and I started dating back in, a while ago, like, I didn't know this about her, obviously, when we first started dating, but, like, she's really picky with the light when she eats. She, not so much anymore, but what she used to be. So, like, we'd get just at shopping, go to the food court, and, like, you'd order something at that end of the food court and, like, sit, like, four kilometres away down the other end. It's like, oh, yeah, there's too much light there. It's like, what? You what? <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Right. I'm still married to that, so there you go. <laughs> I'm not very <laughs> – For that reason. Yeah, probably. With, with those questions, I'm not picky, but I just I just get rattled because I genuinely you don't. You get rattled every yeah, day. Yeah. But, like, I just don't care if I sit inside or outside. So when they ask me to make a decision, it's <laughs> oh, In the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'll see you. <laughs> just stay on me. Mr. Jordan, would you like to sit inside or outside? Oh, um, um, either of them. You just don't <laughs> want to make, it, make a decision just, that you're going to regret. Just put me somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you make the decision that's wrong, then you regret it. You yeah, know? I suppose so. Which would you prefer? Well, you're the only customer here, so we don't really care. Okay. I'll oh, see you guys yeah, later. I'll see you guys. <laughs> I might eat standing. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, we've told a few stories there. I've that's got right, a, keep going. I've right. got another story uh, from my life slash, I think it's actually almost a life hack mm-hmm. I reckon I've produced, which is outstanding. So we've all played cricket. Um, we got pumped yesterday. Man yeah. has, by the way. Mm. We didn't even get to bat. And we you just, lost cricket as well. So yeah. It's a real shame. What a, what a sport! What a sport! Skin, skin's a winner. Yeah, we had a good weekend. Mm. Not me personally, but <laughs> our bowling cartel had a good weekend. That was good. I thought that was you. Make sure, you, make sure you do let us know when you have a good weekend because yeah, yeah. we just assume you don't. Yeah, well, stay patient. <laughs> I'll let you know in twenty twenty eight or so. <laughs> but anyway, uh, first day of our match on the weekend, we're out at Ipswich. Beautiful. Uh, we've done a full day of fielding and it's very hot as per usual uh, on the tarmac out there. Mm. And I got into – we were going to Carl Barron actually. Me and Skin went to Carl Barron Saturday night. So yeah, I had to, had to leave from Ipswich to go straight there. So I was like, I'm no chance of getting my whites washed here um, mm. overnight because I won't get home till midnight and then I'm going to have to drive out again in two hours. So I just had to get crafty with my plans. Simon Malenko sitting next to me and he's got like his whites – what we wear in cricket, our clothing for cricket, the whites. He's got them tied up and like ready to go. Pants. Yep. Yeah. Yep. His pants, like, yep. So ready to take them home with him. I'm just, as he was, like, Simon, do you want a, do you want a beer or anything? And he's like, yeah, I'll grab him, mate. I was like, that couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> for so many reasons, so you didn't have to buy them firstly. <laughs> and then as he's walked out the dressing room, I stuffed my two shirts Perfect. and pants straight into oh, his. Oh, that would have made his stink so much. <laughs> Far out. Then in our what group message. What did he message, say to you the next one? Well, oh, in our group message that night, he sent a message with like a video of him going to the washing machine, putting his clothes in and throwing mine <laughs> on the floor <laughs> and saying, if you think I'm washing these, Lees, you've lost your marbles. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> before you put your clothes in, he made a speech to everyone saying, all right, we've got to come back tomorrow. It's not next week. So make sure everyone washes their clothes tonight. I don't want anyone stinking. Surely you've got, like, you've played cricket for a long time. You've got multiple pairs of clothing. I'd surely. Do, do. Uh, you do. I don't know. I've got another pair of, I don't have another long sleeve shirt. I've got another pair of pants. Mm. Trousers. I went about probably about three years ago. I went to buy. I was going to stock up, buy buy all new all new kit. I got a pair of pair of whites, long sleeve mm. tee, and colours for one day. So mm-hmm. pants, Crikey, long no sleeve. No wonder you still haven't proposed. Yeah, so that's <laughs> four items of clothing that like, essential for the game of cricket. It was two hundred bucks. That it's game over. That's not, <laughs> I'll have to do me for the next decade. That's a ring. <laughs> so that's a ring. When I get a hole in these whites, I'm retiring. To that. Beautiful. Just patch it up. Yeah. I'll be like that golfer skin. Oh no, actually, I'm not going to tell it because you're about to tell a joke. I'm going to tell a joke. <laughs> I'm actually stolen this joke from when I was at Budweek a couple of weeks ago from um, a comedian come did uh, like a dinner with us. Vince Soretti. You might have heard of him. I have actually. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You you <laughs> I've already told no. this part. I've already said. Okay, okay. just say it anyway. Just, well, to explain, when Gody first said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I think you <laughs> already all told us this. No, one yeah, you fucked that yeah, up too, yeah. Yeah. All right, can no, I tell the joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to fuck this up anyway. Yeah, it can't be worse. So yeah. um, I went to visit Lee in hospital. He's actually um, COVID. Yeah. So I went to visit him in hospital. He was there yeah. on the respirator. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so he had all the masks and stuff over there. Um, yeah. No, I walked in there, checked on. Um, I had a bit of a chat to him. And sort of before I left, the last thing he asked me, he goes, oh, um, are my testicles black? I thought, what? So I asked him, yeah, what did you say, mate? So, oh, my testicles back, black. Black or black? Black. And I said, what do you mean, mate? He said, well, can you check? Are my testicles black? So... Well, you know, being a good mate, I went yeah. down and checked. I yeah, yeah. lifted up the uh, the robe down the other end and slapped my hand away. I said, what are you doing? And he took his mask off. He said, no, you idiot. I said, have my test results back. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. Very good, gang. I uh, love it. Thank you, mate. Um, and I, well, great, great note to dive into a probably slightly more serious topic than we're used to on this particular podcast, but we, we do always chat a little bit about sport and there's, there's some big news coming out over the last sort of week or so, particularly in the AFL world. It was round one. Round one or round mm-hmm. two? Round one. Round one, yeah. Yeah, good. I forgot to answer my tips. That, that's right. Great. First round of the season, I'm on zero. Unlike, um, unlike you'd no, be slugging this something. That's actually not the news that's topic. Not the, that's not the news story at all. The the news story, well, it starts with um, the, the very first game was Western Bulldogs versus Demons. We chatted about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we spoke to Charlie playing from, from the Western Bulldogs. That's right. Yeah, Charlie well Parker. Yeah, yeah, Charlie work. Parker. So that was good. Go back and um, listen to the episode. Yeah, right. and then... Belter. Yeah, yeah. Great app. And then, so, so Melbourne won that game. There's post-match interview with Luke Beveridge, the... The coach of the Bulldogs, um, who wasn't particularly impressed with the question he got asked. You've got the nerve to ask me a question and even be here. So you've been preying on us the last two times. You barracked for Melbourne, Tom Morris. Been preying on us. You've been opening us up, causing turmoil within our football club by declaring our team um, well before it needs to be declared. Is that the way Fox want you to operate? Mm, yeah, so it's just like proper teed off on him obviously that's about a 15 second clip it goes on for about Went two and a half minutes, minutes yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just really teed off of him off, off on him about about sort of leaking uh, team team selections and mm. things like that early um, and he, it and got he, he was correct well, yeah, the journalist was yeah correct but I think yeah. my gut feel is that surely I reckon that was the straw that broke the camel's back with that relationship it seemed like yeah. there had to be something more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And I don't really – do any of you have a, a great opinion? Can someone tell me why would that be such a massive issue, like teams getting leaked a little bit early? Oh, maybe match-up planning, so something like that. that. Well, I, the, but maybe, yeah, maybe like match-up planning or something like that. But like I just said to Lethal, I think it's probably more that's like the last thing of a series of events maybe that's happened that we don't know about. So yeah, it's a good like, bath, isn't it? If you've got a kid that's debuting and you want to be able to tell their parents – yeah. You haven't like told because usually the kid gets to call their parents and say, Yeah, they get to come to the game. Or, come to the game. So, okay. I think nowadays, though, if you see a team list leaked early, you still have your major doubts about whether it's actually going to come I true. I actually or not. think it would have zero impact. Like, and I actually asked Simon Goodwin in his post match preference, mm. like, Did you look at that team list? He was like, No, we just worry about what we do. Mm. And but like, uh, uh, he could be lying about that, yeah. but I doubt it. Like, I honestly don't think you really looking at it that hard yeah. and being like, oh, geez, that guy's not playing. Like, mm. We'll change our whole strategy. I'm going to kick left-footed now. I do have strong thoughts on it, actually. I think the sort of people that we're going to target in, in this, I guess I, I think most people behave really poorly, uh, including Luke Beveridge, because I just think it was like a in, in isolation, mm. so without any extra context about mm. what Cody's yeah. talking yeah. about and what has previously gone on and mm. – um, and yeah, what their dealings have been with each other, it was a very, very strange mm. blow up. And then where he lost me particularly, you didn't hear it in that audio, but where he lost me was when he started, well, I think just rambling, like almost just filling time. And then he started talking about players' mental health and the mental health and well-being of everyone in the game is very, very high on your horse when you're belittling a journalist on national TV mm. uh, to be talking about people's mental health and trying to preach about that whilst doing what you're doing is very much pot kettle mm. type of operation. I yeah. would suggest. Yeah, absolutely agree. Obviously, Luke Beveridge was in the wrong there. Uh, if you had to give him some defence, he came out almost immediately the next day and, and mm. said he was in the wrong. And uh, the Western Bulldogs, I think, apologised pretty profusely and said that they like in their meetings with him the next morning. He straight away like was was very. Yeah, I fucked up. Was, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and they've I think they've since donated a decent sum of money yeah. to sort of charities around mental health and things like that as well. So, um, so that probably had a slightly mm-hmm. uh, more positive ending than sort of the next day for Tom Morris, who it was, yeah, it was re- weirdly, I assume they're two un- totally unrelated things, but it was a, pretty Ooh. much the next day uh, and an audio uh, got leaked of him sort of speaking very poorly about a particular female colleague at Fox Sports. Mm. Um, yeah. There were actually two videos. There was one. Yeah. There was one that was that that was speaking specifically about Megan Barnard, mm-hmm. uh, who's a colleague at, at Fox, and then there was another one that was him drunk and talking. to Yeah, I couldn't find that anyway, yeah. but I don't really know if I uh, want to listen to it. We actually, yeah. well, we actually had a discussion about whether we should play or not, and we sort of thought, no, like mm-hmm. it doesn't actually feel right to <laughs> then be sort of contributing to spreading it. Yeah, it doesn't do anyone yeah. any favors. It's it's not good audio mm-hmm. for starters, uh, and I'm sure Mitch will probably go on to talk about that. And then it, it's I just don't feel that it's actually great that it did get out in the first place, and I'll probably speak a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. I guess my point. Well, it probably made more sense for you to go. For you to go first, really, because, it, it, I mean, yeah, again, that's sort of poor from everyone. So it, it was leaked from a WhatsApp group. It was a group message between him and I assume oh, yeah. some, like some nine mates. mates or something uh, yeah, like, nine yeah. mates. So it was, he's sent a, a recording in a WhatsApp group um, and it's it's leaked. I don't know how it's leaked or why it's leaked the day after that he was involved in this other controversy. I don't know mm. how that all happened. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so obviously obviously he's very in the wrong. Like he, he's spoken horrendously about Megan Barnard. Mm. Um and then, and then, obviously, I think Lee was pretty unimpressed with the bloke who leaked it in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess 
Well, there's just nothing right no, about no, it. All. I think that's what we've all could, people involved are poor characters. Yeah, I think it, firstly it's important to separate like the beverage incident and this incident. I don't. Like they're not related, so you can still condemn Luke Beveridge for his actions, and then you can also still condemn condemn yeah. Tom Morris. But like, there's just no, there's nothing right at all in this scenario. So obviously, what Tom said is filthy. To be honest with you, like yeah. it's it's no good. Um, and then on the other, the the bloke who leaked it, who I'm assuming is a mate or an mm. acquaintance at least, that what's what's he achieving by actually getting this out there in this, you know, yeah. Like he's obviously there's two reasons. Obviously, he wants something, or B, he doesn't rate Tom as a person and yeah. he wants to hurt him in some way as well. Which, to be honest, like for me, that's secondary given how negative this might have been. And Megan Barnard has like not copped it on the chin, but she's come out with a, a brilliant statement mm. um, and you know, written it beautifully. And like her. Well-being is the most important thing here, given because yeah, she absolutely. became in the crossfire for no reason. Yeah, like for she, absolutely no reason. She yeah. would have woke up not even being thought of in that same context, like, and then she's yeah. been dragged into it, like, for no absolutely mm. zero fault of hers. Um, and I think as she she says, like, the the biggest concern about that is that she'd never come out and said, mm. "This is my sexuality." And it's yeah. probably not something she wants to discuss on yeah. national but, but, TV. Well, yeah, or, or and that, have but to. that's what I mean. Like that's completely not only her choice and she actually wrote that in her statement so yeah. that's yeah, been ta- that's basically been taken away from me yeah so. I've got it here if you want uh, yeah. coming out is a process and should never be taken away from some should be taken out of someone's hands nor yeah. should anyone be spoken about in such a degrading manner and mm. then goes on to say that she hopes her experience is a catalyst for uh, sort of mm. colleagues in, in the footy industry in particular but also in every industry yeah, but like um, that last statement like that fucking shits me because like she's had to come in and say oh, yeah, I hope we can learn use this as a learning and stuff. And it's very similar to the Tex Walker things, like with the, the apology and stuff. It's like how many things have to happen for it to go, all right, this isn't a learning habit. We just fucking behave. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. I agree. But I was, gonna, I was going to ask. So yeah. obviously Tom Morris has since been sacked completely. Yeah. Um, is that reasonable or should you have the opportunity to learn and say, I've, I've got this wrong and – like, 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 I think I mean, their hands were tied. Dude. I guess so, but like, yeah. but the, the question is like, like I get, like, I agree with Lou. Their hands probably are tied. Like, if you, I guess I'll pose the question back to you: If you were a, a woman working at Fox, would you want to work with him again? No, no, absolutely. Well, I don't know, like, and that's that's you know, like Tom might be a, a good fellow. We we don't know him from a bar of soap, but like that, like I yeah. I just can't see it. Like you know, there's X amount of female employees at Fox. How many of them are going to go just completely bin him? And is that a healthy work environment at all? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably the other thing I wanted to touch on is like Tom Morris might be a great bloke. I, I, sure, but yeah, like obviously not completely. Like that's what yeah. he's said when he thinks he's behind closed doors. And yeah. I guess that's sort of a good chunk of the problem. Mm. I would um, like to probably build on that point a yeah. little bit as well. Um, Mitch, and I, I want to definitely make clear that uh, I absolutely there's no defending Tom Morris whatsoever. And and the, I am I do think that the person that's sitting there going, oh, how good I'd leak these comments and ruin the guy's career, like he would have to actually despise him, like hate him to be sitting there and be comfortable with that. I would have preferred, and this is probably what I'll get to, if if it's something that you confront him about at the time and it's yeah. something, a culture that you're trying to change and shift and you're going, mate, that's not an appropriate way to speak about anyone yeah. um, and you would be comfortable approaching him and doing it, then that's great. But if you're just going, oh, I'll screen record this now so that I can use it later to 
get him. That yeah. I reckon a pretty poor act. But aside from that, like Tom Tom Morrison, I, I think that that it's actually a bit of an insight. I think into into male sporting teams in general. Um, certainly not defending it or, or him. I'm not saying that it's right. That's for sure. Um, but because he's in the public eye, I reckon it's actually brought an issue to light that's yeah. prevalent in lots and lots of sporting clubs. And and I. Not only sporting clubs, probably yeah, a lot, a probably lot of work workplaces, workplaces and, and yeah. job sites and yeah. all that type of stuff. Be, yeah. Parliament Much sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think like half the time, this is what you're saying about Tom Morris, like half the time I don't even think you even like believe or are genuine about what you're saying. Like I've no doubt that when Tom Morris was with Megan Barnard, he would speak to her like the most respectfully. He probably thinks she's an absolute gun at her job. Mm. Like probably thinks that mm. she's brilliant but feels like there's like this deeply etched belief that you kind of have to speak like that to feel like you're contributing strong banter in a group chat for your sporting team. Like that was his second grade cricket sporting team mm. chat. Um, and I definitely like, I, de- I, I sort of don't want to sit here and act high and mighty, I guess, because I know that in the past I would have been guilty of, of contributing to the same thing. And you don't only contribute through what you say, you contribute through yeah. what yeah, you let least pass. Being, yeah, at yeah. least being a passenger and sort of yeah. hearing that yeah. around the change room and, and yeah. not doing anything about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and, and as a younger person, I know that there would be times where I would have let that go. I would have not contributed. I would have laughed at, at, at comments like that um, because it's in a group chat and you think that it's just amongst your mates and no one else is ever going to hear it. And, mm. and that's what it is. And, and I'd actually remember like – being pulled up kind of on that whole culture by mum in like 2014 when I was living in Adelaide and I was actually coaching like the West Torrens cricket side then the women's cricket side down there and, um, and you know, coached them and loved doing it. But then I was having beers like back at our club with, with my mates, like with my team that I'd played with um, that day and we'd won and the girls were there supporting us and, and just wanted to have a chat with me um, and I brushed them, ignored them. And didn't even really know that I was doing it at the time. And mum came and chips me about it and said, like, well, these these girls just want to have a chat to you, you're just ignoring them. Like, and, and I remember, like, blowing up at the time, like, getting real defensive. But she was exactly right. Like, I wasn't being inclusive. I was definitely not involving and, and making them feel welcome. And I think it's probably the reason why it's a, a big part of why I want to challenge, I guess, on this on, in, in We Got the Chocolates, with We Got the Chocolates, whether the podcast or socials or whatever that be, that sort of locker room chat kind of thing has such like a negative, it has such negative connotations, I think, that surround it. And we do take the piss out of each other here and we do have some very strange discussions, I guess. And I know that our current audience is like heavily skewed to the male population, I guess. But um, I guess some of the best band that we've ever had on this podcast and in socials and stuff has been when Yana has been in here and when some of our guests, like Shana Jack and Kate McCarthy and, I guess I'll just I'd like to think that the chat that that we have in a change room now that I enjoy is stuff that's just funny and entertaining and amusing and that any single person could be a part of whether you like sport you don't like sport whether you're male female whatever old or new or yeah. you know like the, the, you could be involved in it and that it's not cringeworthy for anyone it's actually just entertaining and good fun and puts a smile on your face and I feel incredibly strongly about that now probably because that was a line in the sand moment for me when Mum chipped me about it many, many years ago. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like that's, that's what we're trying to do with bringing the, lock, the locker room to your lounge room and we've done it for 120-odd episodes and I don't think we've done anything like that yet and we've, we've had plenty of fun. So obviously you can have a locker room without chat like that. I guess, I guess it's sort of down to everyone to be responsible for making sure that that, that doesn't happen. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, guys. Well, this is a segment that I know just everyone gets up and about for as soon as we do get the chance to speak about it. And uh, we've actually been talking about it a little bit. Well, I spoke about it on Instagram today because I know that people sometimes struggle with it. But this is an exciting one. We've got lots sent in by the Chalkies out there. I'll play the jingle because I know that's what everyone's waiting for. Is this master dust? Is this master dust? It won't take too long, but don't get it wrong. Is this master dust? Master dust is essentially where there's a list of topics where we are given or we come up with ourselves and everyone in the room does have to decide. It's the one time on this podcast where you aren't allowed to sit on the fence. You have to decide whether something is master as in you need it. It's brilliant, you rate it, or dust as in it is terrible, would never, ever go for it. The example I used on Instagram today was sparkling water. I'm not sure where everyone sits on that. I said that that is a dust that of is, the highest Yeah, that is the top of grandma's crockery set, dust that. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it is any it different a, to mineral water? I was about to ask. Because, I don't know the difference. But when you mix mineral water with something sugary like a cordial or, you know, you have soft drink, which is like mineralized or whatever you want to sparkling yeah. itself, you know, it tastes good. I reckon, but I hate sparkling water. Yeah, it's the yeah, flavor, I, I reckon, Hazel. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's why. It's just, it's fucking unnecessary. That's what it is. People that like, it's like a cult, I reckon, the people you that reckon? drink it. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> it's why, for what reason? It's just a good way to make you burp, I reckon. Yeah. Put some bubbles in you. Mm. Um, so we're all dust for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So I put that up. I think most people actually agreed with that. And Did then, they? Yeah, we had a couple that were sort of set in another great example just to illustrate the difference. Uh, between must and dust was a ponytail on a horse is a must, but a ponytail on my dad's 50-year-old balding head is a dust. All right, that's fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I thought that gave brilliant context. Yeah, I know, but it's just such a strange thing. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> Chockies are strange. We're all strange. Yeah, yeah. Ponytail yeah. really is a must yeah. on the horse. We're all a bit strange. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Now, um, these are the ones that we haven't chatted about yet. So okay. uh, pickles on a burger was sent in as well from uh, That's going to be polarizing. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. You're either, I reckon, real far in either camp yeah. on this one anyway, I think. Genuine no-brainer. Must. 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 Wow, right. that was not as polarizing as yeah. I thought. Has What do you got? 
I think it's dust, okay. but I often leave it on there because I also hate onion and I also always ask for no onion and even also no tomato on my burgers. What the so frick? I don't want to add pickles to the list. I don't want to say onion, tomatoes, no, and, and pickles. pickles. <laughs> has, is there also an element of if you get pickles on your burger, you've paid for that so you don't want it to go to waste because then you're not getting your money's worth. Well, it would be the same for onions and tomatoes, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but if they don't go on it. You so your speak- ideal burger ends up being pretty much bread and meat. Yeah, with a bit of lettuce. Yep. Right. <laughs> a joke about lettuce, actually. Yeah, let us talk about it. Is that the one you meant? Or? Is no, that no, it? it was the Elton John one. I'll tell it later. Oh, you're a rocket man. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't need to tell it no, later. No, I tell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You ruined the punchline. Yeah. All done, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, pickles on a burger is a must for me. In fact, I would be like the person that says, if you are taking them off your burger, yeah, I'll eat them. I'll take them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Do you leave them on your burger, or do you take them off and eat them by themselves? I, well, if I go to burger with Kathleen, she takes hers off. I eat them by themselves and yeah. keep mine on the burger. Brilliant. So it's a great combo. Yeah, that's it's a great combo. Well done. It's excellent. Uh, okay. Next one. Let's get through them. <laughs> Wearing your team jersey or scarf to work. Oh, I'm going early then because you guys take too long. Dust, as dust, dust as you get. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's Unless fair. there's a specific. Yeah, I was going to say, is like it the day old, of state of origin yeah, one or something? I don't even reckon state it. of origin. I reckon it has to be grand final only. Okay, yeah, right. You'd have it. a lenient workplace to allow you to do it anyway. Yeah, well, that's right. All the teachers yeah. used to do it. You said, "Do my head in." Like I know you no, don't even watch the game. Yeah. This is going to sound really strange, but like, this is so niche. But like I respect it more and this isn't just because I don't really like the Broncos that much I respect it more if it's another team not your home team let's say I was in Melbourne I'd respect it more if someone was wearing a St George jumper right okay. not okay. a Melbourne Storm jumper oh, yeah, okay. so, does that make sense so something a bit rare yeah, it's bold, yeah. isn't it it's bold. yeah, 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 yeah right. but no a grand final day only and yeah or well, yes not, not not round three West Tigers versus the New Zealand Warriors <laughs> no. just that's fine and would you like it if you went to the BBL final Scorchers versus Sixers in a South Sydney Rabbitohs. Random South guy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> it like Wimbledon? They have to wear white. Then all of a sudden this guy and they're with like a Cardinal and Myrtle jersey. How good. What is that all about? Oh, it's so good. All right. Um, now, oh, this could be a device of this one. Romantic comedies. When was the last time you sat down for a rom-com, Gingers? Oh, I'm fine with it. Really? Yeah. What's your top, top one? Top rom-com. Yeah. Um, I've got a good top three, I reckon. Go. You, okay. you do yours first and let me give some things. Mine would us. be Endless Love, The Choice, and The Notebook. Potentially The Vow. Notebook's not the a comedy. No comedy in The Notebook. Oh, yeah. Com. Nah, the Com. Nah, is the Com is, the yeah, the rom-com. Nah, yeah. I'm, I've just given you top that's three wrong. full romance. Yeah, that's just wrong. no Coms at all. I've, in fact, my Coms were poor. I was only doing Roms. Roms. I'll give you a rom-com. What, what's a rom-com? Under the radar. Guys. Uh, Rachel McAdams in About Time when I'll make a So time why travel. is that comedic? Because uh, they make jokes throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good idea. The only part that makes it bearable. I don't remember watching that and thinking it was funny, though. Yeah, right. Well, do you? Go. Yeah, I do. Give me one You're of the You're just jokes. crying. I'll go, right, I'll go the wet, the wedding singer. <laughs> yeah, see, that's funny. It's a rom-com because it's romance. It is romantic. Yeah, Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler. Yeah, see, that's okay. Yeah, great. Going the distance. I'm having a mind blank here. Where's it? It's like distance. Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. Oh, Drew Barrymore again, 50 first dates. <laughs> see, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a genuine rom-com. <laughs> We've, we haven't decided whether they're must or dust, but we have finally yeah, established <laughs> what is a rom-com. <laughs> I think like the fact that we know so many, I think you have to throw must. Well, they must. Yeah, yeah. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good movie. That's yeah. a must. Yeah. It's an easy watch. what they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that probably helps. Yeah. I'm happy to go must. Okay, well done. And the final one, slippers on. I'm doing this as a combo. Slippers on males slash Ugg boots, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I've got dust for that. 
No, surely there's no musts here. I love them. Obviously. I don't. What are you going to say? Obviously, (laughs) as per usual, I'm sitting on the fence. I don't see how it can be. Faux fur, obviously. No, I just, I don't see how it can be (laughs) dust. Like, obviously, males still get cold feet. But you don't get get that cold. Are you talking about when you get married? (laughs) 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 But at the same time. I'm not spending See what money on a you walk straight into that one. Yeah, I got it. In I'm your with slippers, you yeah. walk straight into it. <laughs> good slippers. Up. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to just get back to my original point about the fence. Oh, good. Um, at the same time, I'm not spending money on a pair of slippers, so they're not must because I'll just put on a second pair of socks or something. Like, like second we, pair of socks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we yeah, don't live in that cold climate. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like it's the middle of March and it's 32 degrees outside today. Well, I didn't say we had to wear them today, yeah. but just in general, like it's not that cold that you have to do that. Yeah, no. But what are you doing to have to wear them? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I know what you mean. Oh, you know good. That no, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Probably living outside of Brisbane, maybe. <laughs> nah, nah. Dust. Okay. Stinky. Right. Can I throw one at you, blokes? No, Off sure, the please, cuff. Please yeah. do. I've, I have a big argument like, with sort of like people, well, not even people, mainly Kathleen, my wife, um, pe- pegs. Pegs. Pegs, as in what you hang your clothes off. So I think they are the most overrated household utensil in the world. What, what if they just float away in the wind? Your the clothes? clothes. Yeah. clothes yeah. Uh, well, here's my theory. You ready for it? If it's that windy, your clothes will dry on the ground. <laughs> Don't rate it. I've never lied on the ground and said, wow, it's windy. <laughs> but, so, but okay, like, so you hang your clothes over, yeah. right? Yeah. After, if it's that windy, it's obviously taking a fair bit for them to fall off. So there's going lots of wind to dry them off. Oh, the right. last little bit will be dry on the ground. But they're anyway. dirty again, aren't they? They're dirty again. No, nah, mine's on a deck. My clothes on's on a deck. So they're not going to get dirty. They're potentially. Look, see, I wouldn't care, but my partner would be like, nah, got to wash them again. More, dirty. More, more my thoughts are that it adds so much time to the hanging up and pulling down process. Yeah, no, it is a mission. I'll give you that. Mm. But I, I don't I, think your clothes yeah. are properly drying on the ground. Water only evaporates from the top level, the the surface. Oh, thanks, you know? Isaac, so that you. little that the <laughs> lo, the layer on the bottom is is, is never going to. Well, if you leave it there for a day, it's going to be fine, isn't no, it? No, it's not. It's yes, it not, is. Not Let's top. do an experiment. It's covered. No. <laughs> also, was Isaac Newton German? Mac told me that before. No, he told you about Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, but are they not the same person? <laughs> yeah, I think Isaac Newton was English, wasn't he? He did but, gravity, uh, was it? Oh no, that was a super Jesus. Yeah, no. <laughs> he did. He did yeah, talk a fair bit about gravity. He was English. He was at Oxford. Oxford, I think. It was um. Yeah, probably. I didn't even listen to your joke because I was interested in Isaac Newton. But <laughs> what are you two laughing at? Mac. Mac just losing over here. <laughs> Anyways, Isaac Newton, probably one of the smartest blokes ever lived. Oh, it does. <laughs> okay, now once again, because Goaty gets here at 10 p.m. after stopping at KFC on the way, great people. Uh, we did, have to, we did, we did have a guest on again tonight, um, but we had to catch up with him earlier. It was the first thing we did, so we had a chat, and this is exactly how it went. All right, guys, tonight we are fortunate enough to chat to a rugby league player, and that is Brisbane Broncos playmaker, Billy Walters. Billy, have we got you there, mate? Yeah, I'm all here. I'm ready to go, boys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Yeah, pretty sore, actually, after the weekend. Um, pretty good win. Yeah. The dogs there, but um, happy to come away with the two points and, and be two from two to start the year. Yeah, it looked like a tough game there. And, uh, yeah, well done on two, two wins to, to start the season. It must be a good vibe around the group at the moment. Yeah, there's been a good vibe around the group since the start of preseason, to be honest. And um, I suppose it's good that it's kind of 
coming out and, and showing everyone else that, you know, how hard we've been working in preseason and, um, yeah, the results are really showing. Perfect. Billy, uh, Lee here, well done on your start to the season. I just wanted to say that I know you weren't at the club last year, but it obviously looks completely sort of different in terms of the starts to the season. Would you put that pretty much entirely down to your arrival? Uh, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had any other big signings, have they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good answer. Right. Um, Actually, one signing, Gody, that you're quite fond of, in fact. Yeah, no, Billy, Andrew here, mate. Um, I'm a massive Bunnies fan. Um, and like, I'll just, yeah, I know. So I think you sort of know what I'm going to ask you. Like, um, how do you guys feel about stealing our heart and soul A ray from us um, from underneath our nose? <laughs> It was like taking candy from a baby, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> I know. God, I was devastated watching you yeah. blokes. I was, you know, I was cheering you blokes on against the Bulldogs because honestly, you mean, it's the Bulldogs, obviously. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like, it, oh, he's just, you know, Cardle and Myrtle, you know, the Mar- Oh, I don't know. I was devastated, mate. But it, it's he's obviously settling in very well there. Yeah, yeah. So um, he, he's slotted in really nicely, and um, I suppose that shows how the quality player he is, both on and off the field. He's kind of just slotted straight in there, and. Um, you know, he's already taken now our club to another level. Mm. Makes everyone else around him just become better players, and that, that's what the good players do. So we're, we're stoked that we got to sign um, um, Renault. And um, yeah, I'm not really sure why the Bunnies let him go, but we'll take it. No, nah, neither am I. To be honest with you, mate. No, it's yeah, it sucks. But anyway, we move on. Hey, mate, it's it, Mitch here. I just I just wanted to ask you. You've obviously played at a few different clubs uh, now. Um, but I understand you, you sort of always supported the Broncos and stuff. Is that has that been a dream for for you for a little while to play here? Yeah, probably since I was a, a ch- uh, like childhood dream to to play for the Broncos and to get the opportunity. I guess so. Mm. Um, you know, I'd always spoke with with Kevy, um, my dad, obviously to mm-hmm. one day hopefully work together in the NRL, and we always dreamed about it one day being at the Broncos. And um, yeah, we're fortunate enough that it kind of all fell into place, and we're able to make it happen. And um, mm. Yeah, we started the season strong, which is what we needed to do. Otherwise, we'd have a few, a few people coming after us for the old father-son trick. But um, <laughs> we started strong, so it's bought us a couple of weeks. Did you actually envisage growing up that your your dad might be the coach while you're playing for the Broncos? No, not at all. To be completely honest, um, I always wanted to play for the Broncos, but I never thought one I'd get get to do that, and and two to have have dad be coaching. I always growing up, Wayne Bennett was the coach for. You know, thirty years nearly. So you just probably assumed you're going to be coached by him. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, yeah, I just got to make sure I'm grateful for it every time before I run out in the field to, you know, be happy for what what we've got. And Billy, you, you mentioned your dad, like, and obviously you would have probably grown up around the footy club a fair bit, you know, in that, I guess, the glory days of the Broncos in the, you know, the mid to late nineties and early two thousands. Is there any sort of real standout memory from those times? Obviously, you know, your dad was an all time great at the club, but. You know, other guys like Alfie and, and Lockie at the, the start of his career and Wendell, is there any sort of memory that really stands out there? Um, yeah, I was pretty young, I guess, when they when they won all those competitions. But for me, it was probably, um, you know, after Kevy retired, just how, how close and how, you know, the bond that he had with all of those Broncos legends that you mentioned and, mm. and more. You know, they still catch up together all the time. You know, his closest mates are, are the ones that he came through with the Broncos with. So um, I suppose seeing that and seeing... Uh, how how good it can be after footy to have those um those mateships I guess from winning comps together it's something that you want to strive for and, and hopefully one day we can have that as well myself and like his best mate Alfie is still at the club as well like just as just as heavily involved still now isn't he Billy 
Yeah, he he's got the best best job in the lot. I reckon he, <laughs> he floats around. He's he's on the coaching staff, but he doesn't pop up much in meetings. He, he's more the um, social coordinator. We call him. Stuff. Yeah, do, doesn't mind a, a sparkling party. amber fluid, Alfie. <laughs> yeah, loves uh loves getting the shots out and uh, oh, because he's, he's Alfie Langer, you know. Oh, he's Alfie Lang. He, he can do what he likes. You have to, whatever he says, whatever he does <laughs> is, is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Billy, also, I was going to ask too, because every team that I've ever played in where the dad has been the coach of sort of someone else that's playing in the side, they've either been one of two ways, like either really, really positive, like probably too much where the son wins the Macca's voucher every week or uh, his name, captain, coach and CEO. Or, or the complete opposite, where like they can just do no, nothing right, and they just get sprayed by their dad every single week. They're just way too hard on them. Which one honestly, is is, is Kevier uh, err towards? It's it's honestly been both. Some weeks I think he's taking a bit easy on me. Other weeks he's going a bit hard. I mean, so for example, after round one, the, the old the old boys old boys vote on um, they give an award for the, who, they, who they thought was the best player. And I ended up getting that round one, but Kevy was having a joke with everyone saying that I've already got three votes because we had three Walters go through the, the old boys, so there's three <laughs> votes for me. But then another example is before the Bulldogs game on the weekend, we're all watching um, Winner Manly play uh, our feed club, watching some of our boys that train with us. And um, there's young Dean Manor, he scored four tries. And, you know, I was getting into Herbie a little bit. This is on the bus on the way to the game. I was getting into Herbie a little bit and telling him that he needs to have a big game. Otherwise, you know, Dean will be in there next week. And then, we arrived at the stadium and Kevy told all the staff to get off the bus oh, and he sprayed the whole team, but it was directed at me because I was the only one watching the game <laughs> about switching on and focusing on the game and not giving an F about what our Queensland Cup side's doing. <laughs> and he absolutely ripped me on the bus and it was a team spray, but it was definitely directed at me because he was pretty much looking at me the whole time. So he's yeah, been on both yeah. sides of the scale, which is, I suppose is good. Well, <laughs> well, Billy, that must have worked because Herbie had an absolute blinder last night too. He scored two meaties and looked the goods. Yeah, well, he must have been feeling the heat, the big fella. Yeah, so, must have been uh, listening, so yeah, mate. Must out, have been listening. He was outstanding. Yeah, well, maybe I'll mention that to Kevy on. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I definitely would. I think it'll go down well by the sounds. <laughs> <laughs> They're right. my favourite sprays, and it's like now, guys. I just want to have a chat to the whole team about this, and you just directly stared at one person. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually you, though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm always on the receiving end. Mate, is that something yeah. you're sort of just getting used to now, those sprays, though, or did he coach you a bit growing up in junior footy and stuff like that? Um. No, he um he didn't coach me at all really okay. coming up through junior footy. He coached my older brother a little bit, but um no, he was just a kind of a, a dad to me growing up. I didn't get any love and support yeah, the right. coaching side of things. But um yeah, it's been pretty cool. I've seen some other sides of him that I haven't really seen. He, he gets really passionate. He's a really passionate guy and he's um you know, anytime he starts talking about the Broncos and, and how much pride you need to play for the jersey and, and you know, talking about the club, he gets quite emotional and starts choking up a little bit. So uh, it's pretty cool seeing that that side of things and it makes you want to play for the club and and, and do really well. Yeah, how good is that? And I guess different role for you in the second game to the first. Came off the bench, didn't play as many minutes, but it would have been nearly just as tough. I, I assume you were defending a lot more in the middle while you're on the field, playing at, playing at hooker there. So was, was, that a, was that a challenge there, defending in the middle, or is that something you really enjoy? Um, no, definitely don't enjoy defending. Big to V to running straight at you. No, thanks. Yeah. It can be all right if you've got the ball because I, I don't mind running at the big tight forwards because they, they can be a bit slow laterally, but um, they had all the ball and so they were just running at me all day and I was only on there for 25 minutes, but it felt like I was out there for two hours. So, um, And I must have looked pretty sluggish too because I got a message. Alfie actually came out with a message and um, 
told me not to worry about kick chasing, just worry about the next tackles after that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Looking too fatigued out there. <laughs> Right. And uh, Billy, I just wanted to ask too, an, another area that we, aside from our love for the, the Brisbane Broncos, well, the Rabbitohs for Cody, but um, uh, dad jokes is another sort of area that we sort of, I guess we as close to excel in it as you possibly can. Certainly our best skill, I'd say. Uh, now that you are a dad, <laughs> any increase in your ability to tell a dad joke successfully, would you say? Oh, I think so. I think um, now I've got an excuse when I, when I tell those shitty dad jokes that... <laughs> Um, I can actually claim I'm a dad now, so it's it's kind of working in my favour, I guess. I hope so, but I'm, I'm sure everyone's sick of me anyway, doing those jokes. <laughs> Damn it. I get sick of lethal too, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I don't have a kid, so <laughs> <laughs> you want to borrow one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> how long How long have you been a father for now, mate? How's, how's it all going? It's been enjoying us and stuff, or are you lacking sleep? Um, he's actually been a legend, actually. So he's six months now, and he's starting to army crawl around. Um, but yeah, he, he's, we've been pretty lucky. He's a good feeder and, um, good, good, good sleeper. He only wakes up about once, once a night, but on the, on the breast milk. So I just nudge my partner, Rachel, and make sure she gets up and <laughs> walks it out. And then if she tries to get me to get up any time, I go, no, I've got to focus on the game. So we've got to get my sleep and roll back <laughs> over and go to sleep. I have to get you to come around to my joint for a second, Billy, to give me a hand as well. <laughs> I've got a game in oh, six days. I can't get up. Week. My next game's in September. Good grief. I'll get up now. <laughs> Um, well, Billy, we'll get, get just as we're wrapping up, we'll give everyone a call to action here. Broncos versus Cowboys is your next game. That is this Sunday at Suncorp Stadium, 305. We're probably close to getting big crowds out there again. We love mm. jumping on a bandwagon in Brisbane, so we'll get behind yeah. the winning team, surely. Yeah, well, I think it's um, we're wearing um, heritage jerseys too, so I think, yeah, there's a bit of a, a, bit, of a bit going on this weekend, especially um, they won, they had a good win on the weekend as well, so mm. hopefully it's a cracking game with. You know, forty, forty-five thousand people there. Maybe they could bring out the ninety-five, like the travel and the uh, the diamond jerseys. Oh, I that reckon. was a belter. The the, the yeah. yeah, the Lockyer Walters. Steve ran off. Ran off. Ran off. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that one. The nineties Broncos. That's the bron- jersey you, you picture, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the one you want. Billy, thank you so much for your time, mate, for making your debut on the We Got the Chocolates podcast. Best wishes for obviously specifically this weekend in the immediate future, and then for the rest of the season as well, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Boys, we received an email from an avid listener called Mitchell. Not you, Mitchell. Another Mitchell. Pretty common name, actually. It actually is, yeah. (laughs) I think you go on to see why it wasn't Mitchell. No, well, that's it. it And uh, it's titled Race Horse Name Storm. Now, Name Storm, for those who don't know, is a classic segment that Lethal loves. I'm not that big fan of, but anyway, we'll get there. What's the jingle? Should we play did we play it? No, we couldn't do it. Oh, uh, what do you think? Anyway, we'll figure something out. <laughs> yes, this is, is it? it. Yeah, this is it. Oh, yeah. This is it. And you're standing there without a name. So we'll give you one you can't claim. Some of your best. That's really one of the worst. That's strong, that isn't is it? One of the worst. That is. You hate that because yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you did it anyway. All right. Email from Mitch says, "G'day, fellas. A few mates and I bought a racehorse as part of a syndicate. Uh, the trainers now ask for owners for now ask the owners for some input for the name of the horse. We're not feeling too creative at this point, so naturally we thought we'd ask you guys. Well, thanks, Mitch. You guys of horse, 
Horse. Horse. <laughs> yeah, it actually says of horse. Uh, that's horse. Yeah. Yeah, in case, it. yeah, it's a pun. Just yeah, you get it. it. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. Hopefully there, hopefully there's some good ideas amongst you four. We're keen to hear what you've got. Cheers, Mitch. Now, Lethal, can I, um, before we open it up mm. to the Chockies, and we'll probably put it on our socials as well if you can get, get around to it. I can do that. Yeah, can I request something? Yeah. Um, if someone comes to us and said, oh, yeah, my mate has got a racehorse and we named it My Face. Oh, no. You will receive some form of punishment in regards to you'll be slammed on air because it's the most old joke and like not like 486 people don't have a mate with a racehorse <laughs> called my face. It's a shit joke. It was a good joke in 1999, but grow up. So there's my preface for it. Okay. <laughs> Strong words. A lot of the jokes we tell are also from 1999. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like that Super Jesus song probably from 1999. <laughs> Um, have we got any? Have you both got any of them? Oh, we're going to yeah, open yeah, it straight yeah. up to the chockies. No, no, we've done. Uh, you got it, some homework? Yeah, cool. I think yeah, we'll so put it up on Instagram for the chockies this yeah. week, and maybe Facebook as well. Actually, just oh, get it up well there. Done, mate. Just get as many as we can. Yeah, but yeah. I think before that, we should almost challenge them to beat us. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple. You've got a couple. Yeah. Well, I read this as I walked in the door today, so I don't have any. Shock me. Yeah. All right. So I'll start us off. Should we do? Um, I'm worried about some double ups here. You're going to have mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have, we'll have some. So I reckon. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the I'll be the judge, and I'll pick judge. out the best of you three. Okay, I'll be oh. a cricket reference first. I'm going with Hoof Lehman. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Mitchell. Oh, I haven't got a cricket reference. I was oh, good. going to say My Little Pony. <laughs> it's not as strong. Okay. All right. Thanks, Cody. <laughs> I went uh, own. It's fo- a big horse. Own foal. Own foal. Yeah, soccer reference. Okay. So that's coming oh, second, yeah, has. Nice Guess who's house. coming third, Mitch? Yeah, I worked it out. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Guess who's coming fourth, King? Because you didn't freaking bring it. <laughs> that's still better than yours. Okay, my second one is okay. the nays have it. Good. The nays have it? You know yeah, where they say the like, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Nays have it. Nays have it. And, nays have and it. see, what happens is horses make the sound nay. <laughs> I got that, mate. Oh, right. <laughs> In fact, I had, no, a couple I, just of, had a couple of references about that. Oh, good. I, well, I, okay, well, give us no, your best. No, no, not from that. Not, oh, okay, right. Let me try again. I was going to go Harry Trotter. Yeah, yeah good. No, there we go. Now you're back. Thank you. Just stick with me, guys. Fifth best. I've got either... Marvelous or Maleficent? Maleficent. Ah, okay. lovely. All that right. was actually that's um in that what's that game we play the Urban Dictionary game. That was that, that's next week's word has Maleficent. <laughs> this is my strongest. I uh, give us your best one each. I reckon we're how short are we on time? Yeah, no, we're no, pretty no. done. Are we? Give us your best. Give me two. Okay, give us your best two and give them two in a row. All right. Okay, I'll go two in a row. Okay, go. You're gonna use mine. So I've got two very strong ones here. I reckon. Okay, wait. Tough to beat. You reckon? Thorough bread and butter. <laughs> That's good. And then, may the horse be with you. Well, <laughs> already been named. What? May the horse be with you. No, I said nay. nay. Oh, nay there's the a horse. horse actually called May the horse be with you. They're totally different. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> That's they're brilliant. actually they're actually brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got Al Capone. Good, uh, really good. Now and still... Sylvester Stallion. Oh, oh, I like it. Philly, obviously. <laughs> It's a female horse. Oh, right. Yep. Gotcha. I you uh, probably a bit more of a, boots. a niche reference, but um, Elliot Pony instead of Loney, the comedian. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I've got uh, Lightning Colt. Nice. Yes. Good. I had Trent Colt. <laughs> okay. Like Usain Colt. Yeah, I had Usain Colt. Excellent. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, what are you thinking? Well, Skins was last. <laughs> <laughs> You're judging that only on his first one. <laughs> My five were 15 to 20. <laughs> Triple J, hottest man. Good people, obviously. 
was that third one you said? Lethal? I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Thoroughbred and butter. Thoroughbred and butter. I reckon that's, that's my favourite. I'm actually like if I ever get a racehorse, I'm going to name it Miguel Sanchez. Okay. Yeah, off the you know the Simpsons. Um, how Lionel Hutz, the lawyer, mm. you Simpsons watcher. Yeah. Remember he starts bit. burning all these like um like files and like when he's representing Bart and Lisa. Lisa. It's like, Mr. Hutz, what are you doing? And he goes, as of this moment, Lionel Hutz no longer exists. You may now call me Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> Look it up, Simpsons fans. But that's what I'm going to name my rice horse right, when I like eventually it. get one. Very good. Um, and then I was going to finish this off with a not a tweet of the week. Uh, you're in for a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> who's, better, who's better at this segment, me or you? <laughs> we never just do that without no, saying no. no, we can't. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of along the same topic, actually. I don't know how the hell I stumbled across this because I, I wasn't searching ponies. Um, but some, <laughs> it comes from Katie. Someone on Facebook asked what they should name a horse with a parent who's named Red Wine. I said Cabernet. And I keep cracking up every time I think about it. I am my target audience. <laughs> good. Very good. Sure I can really relate to I am my target audience. Yeah, I, yeah obviously. Mate, I'll give you lots of love. When you, you do, do actually. You're my target audience yeah, as well. Yeah. Between you and I, we're both each yeah, other's. Mac, obviously. We've been here before. Yeah, Mac was losing it before. <laughs> <laughs> he, think, he still hasn't put it down. Oh, come on. He's like, yeah. cheese and whiskers, Mac. <laughs> come on, skin it. Yep. Stop laughing, Mac. Oh, do your work. Mac I'm, actually, <laughs> Mac, I'm actually reading a book about anti-gravity at the moment. Impossible to put down. Yeah, good. <laughs> He's done. He's just got him. I've got him. He's done. For the oh, thank God Max here laughing at us. All oh, right. That's another week of the Chocolate Podcast complete. We welcome you to be a part of the Chockey's crew. And for training this week, we're setting you the task of getting in touch with us and telling us about a time that you laugh uncontrollably. Yep, and you can do that through social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, ETC. We're just We Got The Chocolates. Um, and if you can't find any of those, just jump on our website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. Promote rating and review. <laughs> nice, nice Cody. Yeah, tight on top. Yeah, of course, take a screenshot wherever you listen yes, and uh, post it to your story so we can repost it for you. Thank you we got the chocolates. Budgie smugglers are still available. Are they? Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, good. Indeed. Uh, and from Cody, Mitch, Sam, and myself, remember that in the words of the great author Thomas Smith, who I don't believe is actually related to Will, uh, Will Smith, that is. Got it. If it is to be, it is up to Lee. Okay, mm. that's a stinker. It's yeah. nearly often. as good as your horse name before that. <laughs> it's probably still got that covered. Thanks, Kim. But seriously, yeah. uh, no matter how much you work, uh, how much work sorry, you have on this week, find a way to catch up with your mates and have a laugh, whether that's in the office or out of the office. We don't really care. If you're having a good time, you are absolutely getting the chocolates. We love that you listen to us, and we'll speak to you again next week. Best wishes in the future. And that's Thomas. Well, that's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.